Good morning, everyone. It is the 7th of December. My name is Lorna Denny, and today I'm joined by Niall MacDonald. The story gripping the markets last week was the spread of the Omicron variant of COVID-19. The World Health Organization has designated this a variant of concern. The OECD then expressed more widespread concerns, warning of potential economic effects, slowing growth, pushing prices higher, of course, adding to recent fears of stagflation. The OECD also offered some strong advice to the world's central banks now. Good morning, Lorna. Yes, wait for supply tensions to diminish and signal they were active necessary was the advice from Lawrence Boone, the OECD's chief economist, in their outlook that was published last week. So recent inflation numbers are becoming quite a challenge for central bankers across the globe. They're balancing the opposing forces of a potentially high inflation environment, which the associated monetary policy response is to hike interest rates, and not wanting to derail the economic recovery, which is far from concrete from the COVID pandemic. So hiking interest rates will temper economic growth. With the economic recovery not complete, this is making making central bankers a little bit hesitant and putting them in a quite a conundrum. Now, the assessment from central banks has been that inflation surges are transitory. However, they are proving stickier than previously thought. Yes, it is. It's certainly a very fine line to be walking. But we saw an important change in tone from Jerome Powell of the US Federal Reserve last week. Yes, despite a balanced, prepared statement, Chairman Powell's testimony to the Senate Banking Committee, it was notably more hawkish. Powell said the FOMC will discuss accelerating the taper and ending asset purchases a few months early at its December meeting and highlighting the importance of price stability. So giving a nod to inflation concerns. Chairman Powell's remarks signaled that the Fed leadership is open to accelerating the taper, which is important. And we think that the FOMC will possibly double down on the pace of tapering in December and potentially could follow with the first rate hike into June. Yes, of course, that is the message. And how did the bond markets react to that? Well, we have seen some rise in interest rates up a couple of basis points on the news. However, I think it's important to note that since the Thanksgiving holiday volatility with the rise of the new COVID variant Omicron, government bond markets have rallied strongly as investors have flocked to safe haven assets. This is largely driven on the concerns that the new variant has brought about. And this has pushed yields down from 1.66% on the 23rd of October to the 130s. Yes, of course, always the safe haven that markets will look for there. But if we stick with the US, we had these closely watched non-farm payroll numbers on Friday. Data there seemed surprisingly weak. Yes, the surprising weakness in the November jobs uh, left a lot of people puzzled. So 210,000 jobs were created in the November report in the United States. And this was far below most economists' expectations. With the end of the unemployment benefit checks in September, it was largely expected that we would see significant hiring increase as people returned to the workforce over September and October. Now, while it was positive, this was only a fraction of what most economists were expecting. So really, it was a surprise weakness. Yes, thank you for that. The other feature of recent months has been soaring energy prices. And Joe Biden was among world leaders putting pressure on OPEC Plus to maintain their planned increase in production, of course, with the aim of pushing prices lower. How did that go? Yes, the OPEC output boost was less than targets. Nigeria and Angola notably unable to ramp up to hit their supply targets. But many smaller producers can't actually raise supply. It's a lot harder for them to get their infrastructure kicking into gear and pump out more oil. But others really have been wary of pumping too much in the case of a new COVID setback. So in line with equity markets, as more details of Omnicrom have emerged, we have seen a rise back in oil prices. So I would say, like everything, price 
pricing and policy decisions at the moment are being digested with one eye on Omicron. Yes, they're going to have to be. And if we look at the week ahead, the markets and certainly policymakers are going to be, as you say, keeping an eye on Omicron. It's also a slight wait and see week because we have the big central bank meetings next week. What else should we look out for this week, though? Um, well, I think the key thing that we'll be paying close attention is the US CPI numbers. And again, are we going to see surprises to the upside in inflation dynamics? and what the implications are going to be for policymakers as they look to potentially taper their asset purchase programs and possibly hike interest rates. We won't hear anything, as you mentioned, from policymakers because there is a blackout from Fed speakers, given that we have the important central bank meetings coming up. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you.